How's it going, you spooky skanks? Welcome to another edition of the Brain Damage Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dynamite Jared, and along with me is fellow spooky skank, Buddy the Bruiser. How's it going, brother? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone out there. Today is the big day. Um, we're, of course, recording this a day in advance, but um, been having a good weekend so far. Um, lots of autumnal delights, lots of spooky splendors, lots of, you know, just all around good time getting ready for the big day, which is tomorrow, even though it's on a Monday, which kind of sucks. But do you work? I do work during the day. Yes. But Somehow I'm off. I don't even think I requested it off. So I have Halloween off tomorrow. Well, that's good. That's good for you. Uh, I mean, I'll be I'll be getting home around five thirty. So they were planning if weather permitting, I would love to have a traditional saw win sort of fire outside tomorrow. But I don't think that's going to happen. So that's why we were toying around with the idea of doing it today instead. But who knows what tonight will bring? I mean, it's still pretty early in the afternoon, but. You might have a uh, midnight miles in his uh pittsburgh friends or whoever the fuck that is sounds sounds like a great time yeah miles was in rare form last night ladies and gentlemen he had us go to this brewery in strongsville that was actually having like a legit halloween party like it had legit like props and animatronics and stuff it was actually like really cool but the biggest detriment and what i was worried about going in was the music and Miles reassured me, oh, no, man, they're playing the good stuff. They're doing this. They're This place is lit. And we show up. And not only did we show up as the costume contest was occurring. So this thing went to 1 a.m., right? They did the costume contest at like 1130. It was over in 10 minutes. And then right after the costume contest, the upwards of 100 people, like maybe like 150 people left to about 30 people for the remaining hour. And it was coupled with some of the worst music I've ever heard in my entire life. What was the music? Here's the thing. This is not a bad song, but we were thinking of a Halloween party. And this like basically looks like a junior high, like dance. Like there's the flashing lights everywhere. There's like tons of like ghost animatronics. Like it looks like, you know, the student council went all out for this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear Santeria by the- Sublime. They, the, they raised a hundred dollars for this party yeah. yeah but no they played like sublime steve miller band. i don't think that i don't think that's a good song by the way it's a decent song but what i'm saying is that's not what i want to hear on a dance floor at a halloween party like just, it, i don't like sublime is yeah, that a hot take yeah that's one of your hot takes oh, okay well that's a hot take for normie white people yeah they have like sublime tattoos yeah and now everyone like, like that yourself. has the same sublime i do not have a sublime tattoo <laughs> um but yeah it was a very very weak music choices for for a halloween party but and yeah it was it was whatever but before that we went to fun house we went to a couple of the other bars which we frequent which was which was a good time and then, of course, we had your party on Friday night, but this is all working in reverse. It was reverse order. So We're just going back and back. Back in time, yeah. Yeah, you guys look like you were having a blast at Funhouse, dude, sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> My wife was making balloon animals. Did you see? 
<laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. I am like souring more and more on on bars in my life. And that's <laughs> more, more so than normal. More so more so than normal. I'm just coming to the conclusion that honestly, bars suck. Like there's like a small selection of bars that are good. King's Rook and Erie, Corky's in Cleveland. Um, is that it? I mean, um, that you like, probably. I don't know. Like, there are several that I enjoy. Yankees is on the fence. Yankees um, is Yankees is not good. Come on, bro. <laughs> Yankees will be lit if they've just played a decent song every once in a while. If they if they got their music situation in order. Yankees would be like the top dog. I would go to Yankees every weekend. If Yankees played, okay, if Yankees played just 80s music all the time with like the same amount of people there all the time dancing and just being ridiculous in it. Because here's the thing that's really. I was going to say, you go ahead. You go ahead. Make the thing that's really pissed me off lately okay when i'm at work or i'm at somebody that's never been to my house or never really hung out with me before you know most people that know me that haven't hung out with me they know that i'm straight at edge and i don't drink or whatever but then when i tell these certain people like oh yeah i'm having a party at my house this weekend or whatever and they they look at me like i'm insane like <laughs> but you don't you don't party I'm like, there's a difference between partying and drinking. That's what I mean. And so, like, most people view drinking as partying, whereas, as a matter of fact, the people that drink a lot, usually at parties, are the people that, like, party the least. Like, most people just fucking, like, sit on a couch and just drink and drink until they throw up in the front yard. And then that's a wild night. And I'm just like, and... And listen, I, for all you fucking drinkers out there, and Buddy's even looking at me like I'm fucking lame or whatever, but listen, none of you motherfuckers, I guarantee 99% of anyone listening to this podcast or anyone has thrown as many parties as I have in my life or attended as many. Maybe some of you have attended more parties than me. Jared's <laughs> the biggest partier on the planet. Attended more than anyone, thrown more than anyone. I've thrown more parties i've thrown house shows parties I've, I've done it all okay i've been to my fair share of parties and let me tell you something showing up with a six pack of beer is not partying okay like miles plays pong so i can't say that he doesn't party because he, he partakes in some party activities did you enjoy the halloween party did you have a good time yeah i mean i wish that we could have gotten there a little bit earlier as well. Um, our makeup for our both of our costumes was a little bit more elaborate than we had anticipated. So because originally we were going to come out early and like maybe even like watch a movie first or something. But it just it, it didn't happen. So, but yeah. And then once we were there, I didn't really I had like two beers and like that was it. Like I was just kind of having a chill time. So. Yeah, you had like six beers left in your in your cooler. Well, those are for me and my wife to split. It wasn't like I brought all of those for myself. (laughs) Well, I thought she was drinking some other wacky shit, not Miller High Life. Well, she probably was drinking whatever was provided at the party as well, but we brought some other stuff, like 
just for. Just or she was drinking one of those skinny can things. Oh, she brought those were in the cooler. She brought those those high noons. Yeah, whatever. So, I mean, you know, hopefully you guys had a good time. I know that I got kind of frustrated in the middle of the party for for reasons, but hopefully that didn't hamper everybody else's enjoyment and you guys had a good time. I saw you dancing around a little bit out there to some tunes. Couple tunes, yeah. We they sparked the the jitterbug in me. We played some we had a couple songs probably that went went a little bit harder than what you experienced at the uh at the brewery. No, literally the brewery didn't play anything good at all when I was there. But like when we came in, like even the stuff he was saying that he was like excited for, he's like, Yeah, I can't believe they just played my own worst enemy. And I'm like, Oh my god, this music is not gonna be good if that's what he's hyped about. Well, Miles, Midnight Miles is, he's literally, as much as he doesn't want to be, he is literally just a bar guy. Like, he's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you gave Miles the choice between going somewhere hype and going to fucking Brennan's, he would probably pick Brennan's and sit at the end of the bar. <laughs> Brennan's is the, is, the, is the standard for bars. That is literally, like... <laughs> You go into Brennan's and you're like, wow, I'm in a bar. Like that's that's all there is to it. Um so Miles, the whole point of that is is that if you give Miles a couple beers, he transforms and suddenly he's like, I want to listen to the worst fucking music of all time without fail. Literally, as we were leaving, he was like, You guys gotta come over and listen to some music with me. <laughs> we did not <laughs> yeah i would i would rather die than do that when miles has a couple beers in him he's like damn let's listen to some metallica we'll be at iroquois and he's like all right i gotta get on the the jukebox or whatever miles will walk over to the fucking jukebox okay and type in metallica i'm like okay all right you're gonna put on some ride the lightning or something sick no whiskey in the fucking jar legend he's like <laughs> Cattle put on like whiskey in the jar or goddamn freaking uh memory uh, remains is his the memory remains freaking will put on like the memory remains. I'm like, cat, I see battery like right there. Just click on fight fire with fire. It's not that fucking hard to listen to something fucking good. I have to let the cat out of the goddamn room. Hold on. Very passionate about the subject as always is Dynamite Jared. As he is letting his cat out of the room. If you guys haven't subscribed to the show already and you're still listening to this far, make sure you are subscribing to the show for whatever reason you're listening to this. And if you were to give this a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening to the show, make sure you're leaving a five-star rating and help spreading the word about the show. Which cat was it? Because I saw you headed towards the door. I didn't see any feline. That was BB. It was BB. Yeah, he's been chilling in the closet lately, and it, so he'll come up to me and uh, meow, and I have to let him out because he thinks he's going to get into the bathroom. That's yeah. his spot. He loves that. He loves the bathroom. So, buddy, what has been your favorite horror movie that you've watched this month? Or is that a spoiler for your end of the year horror movies? That you've watched all year. Like we're talking like new releases? No, anything. Just, just anything, anything that you've watched this month. Um, 
I mean, out of the stuff I've watched this month, a lot of it has been pretty mid, honestly. Like, there hasn't been... I mean, if you want to say what the best film I watched this month was, there was Halloween, the original film, on the TV at your house for, like, 20 minutes. So that would have to be my answer. Um, But anything that I've sat down, fully watched, like, all the way through, like, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing in October has been pretty mid. Um, But as far as new releases, I guess... Uh, Terrifier 2 is the big one. I've talked about that many times. Um, and I, we actually watched VHS 99 the other day, which like from beginning to end, I think was like a stronger sort of film than VHS 94. Because in VHS 94, like you had a couple of the segments that were just kind of off. And then the wraparound was the most piss poor thing of all time. The wraparound was dark shit. It was um, so bad. But like, so like I would say VHS 94, it had better things within it. But, like, in terms of, like, consistency, like, beginning to end, like, VHS 99 was was pretty good. I started watching it last night, but we started falling asleep around the second story. So I was like, oh, we'll have to pick this back up. So maybe we'll watch the rest of it tonight. It is not scary at all. But, like, if you're just, like, in the mood for, like, a good time and, like, see some, like, goofy stuff, like, it's, it's pretty good nice well well one of the films you're gonna pop because it's literally like like human representations of miles so once you (laughs) well i got the first story miles as a teenager like this is what i imagined you and miles hanging out in high school was like (laughs) is it the first story no it's like the it's the second to last one okay i was gonna say i'm we did not act like the the the, no the first in the band no, the first one is 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 Ricky for sure, and you guys are luring. Ricky did not act like that. You're luring Ricky into the caverns to scare mm. him. <laughs> I thought that maybe the uh, the um, but I thought he was gonna get spared because he was kind of like the good like I'm getting out of here, you know. And they were fucking with him and stuff like you guys are gonna piss off the spirit. You're disrespecting the spirits or whatever. And then he got fucked up too. I'm, but it's VHS, so I'm sure everybody gets fucked up all the time. No survivors. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I can't recall if there were survivors in the ones in this one. Um, but typically, that's the case. There's not too many survivors. I watched a movie last night that us as influencers could relate to. We watched... Uh, I've, if you're talking about Deadstream, I want to see it so fucking bad. Is that what you're talking about? Is it good? Yeah, we watched Deadstream last night. It's... He doesn't sound too confident. I gave it two and a half. Like, it was okay. It's not bad, but it's also kind of... It's... I kind of wanted it to be more serious than it was, but it's it's a horror comedy for sure. And there are times where the effects look really good. And then there are times where the effects look really fucking bad. And I'm like, so other than that, um, I it's okay. It's, it's mid it's mid. I saw cinema did a review of it this month, obviously. Um, cause this, he's been doing new releases this year. And he said, which I sort of agree with when I first heard of the concept of this, like it's based off of a fake like YouTuber and he's like filming these like stunts. So like he came up with the idea, like, why didn't you just like publish these videos, like build a following 
like for a little bit and then like then like drop the movie so like it kind of like adds to the realism of it i think that would have been like an interesting idea wait so there's the guy in it is an actual no he's not but okay. he's he's saying they should have done like kind of like how Blair oh Witch like a Pro- viral marketing thing yeah like how yeah, Blair Witch project yeah, yeah. did like the whatever and all that kind of stuff yeah but, i mean that could have been cool but i mean you have to build a following at first i guess that he would have to um i mean i guess with a little bit of a budget behind it you could literally just sponsor the video like you know what i mean like make do it- like the most outrageous video possible to build because yeah the fake the fake live streamer or whatever he does do like his gimmick is that he just does stunts or whatever he just does stupid shit but it was okay like i didn't hate it i didn't love it and there were parts that made me laugh and there's like numerous pewdiepie mentions in it (laughs) it's like he mentions pewdiepie by like word one time um because he's like talking about like the spirits of the children or whatever and he's like somebody in the chat says something about the spirits of the children whatever and he's like i'm not pewdiepie or something like that (laughs) uh because one of pewdiepie's uh things gimmicks used to be that all of his followers were nine-year-olds and it was the nine-year-old army um and then like he'll pull up like the live stream chat every now and then and like if you just read the stuff in the corner like there's almost always like a mention of pewdiepie oh really <laughs> like there was one where it was like omg pewdiepie was right about you or something like that it's just like Jesus dumb Christ. shit like that it was like the only influencer i guess they even knew what no no mr beast mentions no uh Buddy Candela mentions no Dynamite Jared mentions, unfortunately, yeah. because we would have had to copy strike them. Where there are some things for us to learn in the film, you said it could have. It's a very important film to us as content creators. What what do we need to do differently? It's not important to us. I just said that we can relate to it as content uh. creators. Uh, no, there's nothing to learn. Uh, the guy has really good tech in it. Like he's got like an arsenal of gopros that's like unrivaled and but we're not doing we're not doing any ghost huntings on on our thing yeah like we would recommend against that given probably what some of the outcomes are in this film (laughs) well it's no secret that uh he doesn't make it it's like right at the beginning of the movie that you know so and so went missing and this is the footage the one thing that i kind of had a problem with in the movie was like you know uh so and so a very popular online personality uh did a haunted live stream he went missing in the middle of a live stream this footage was found one year later i'm like found it was on the internet like he live streamed it to an audience it was public forum like right everyone saw it like you don't like so how was it discovered a year later when you don't people in the chat go into the house and then discover his cameras and whatever like no you like you can watch the vod like probably yeah unless i mean he didn't say anything about the vod in the movie but i'm assuming i mean twitch isn't in the movie it's like a thing it's like a fake service called vivid at least i think it's fake unless it's like a upstart it's it's a weird partnership (laughs) 
Yeah, like an upstart streaming service that like partnered with the movie to like kind of promote its platform. But it's only mentioned by name, I think, like very early in the movie. Yeah. And if they are a partner, you can't even cuss on it. Like he, the second he cusses, he's like, please don't demonetize me. Please. I'm sorry. Uh, Like you can cuss on Twitch. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. Crash Chase cusses on Twitch all the time. If you're playing, if you're live streaming video games and you're not allowed to cuss, then I got a lot more respect for the live streamers because that that would take talent. That would take true true skill. You like the restraint to not say fuck every time I die in a video game is would be like unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping, I mean, maybe we'll watch Deadstream tonight, because as we were talking a little bit before this, me and my wife are kind of doing like a movie marathon kind of thing at some point tonight. Yeah, you might um, get two of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff on the list. So, like, what was on, like, your list of shit you wanted to watch this month, but you didn't? For some reason, I still haven't fucking watched Hellraiser. I don't have know have how. Have seen Hellraiser? Oh, the but, new like, Hellraiser. Like, the new, the new one, yeah. I don't even know if I want to watch it. I've like heard everyone just say continuously how mid it is. Yeah. Like a solid two and a half to three stars from pretty much everyone. So like that doesn't particularly excite me. And I'm not like a huge fan of Hellraiser to begin with. I like the first two movies, but I've never even I've never seen any other Hellraisers besides the first two. I was like, okay, those are good, but for some reason I've never been interested enough to go further in, if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, know. most of them suck anyway, so I mean, it's not. I know that, but you know, like with Halloween and the general consensus of things, most people think they suck, like aside from the first one and then like a couple other notable exceptions, but. But these are like straight to DVD early 2000s suck. Like that's like the difference, I guess. Like at least Halloween hell had big budgets. It was all theatrical. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just never been interested enough to watch the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, so, the the when the remake or reboot or whatever was announced, I was just not interested. Yeah. Yeah, but hopefully I watch that because, like, I haven't seen many like new releases at all. Like, there's that Smile movie that came out. I haven't been bothered to go see that. Um, Barbarian is finally streaming. It's on HBO Max, so that might be one I'll check out soon. But yeah, there's like a lot of shit that I just haven't been caught up with. Is Barbarian even horror? Yeah, yeah, I think it's supposed to be. Everyone, everything I've seen of it says it's a horror film. Mm. Probably, it's probably leans heavily into the thriller, but I would assume there's some horror elements about it. Well, I'd like to watch Barbarian, but I don't know if I have an HBO Max subscription that I can use. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. Maybe I'll watch it tonight if I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's been on the list for a while. So I don't even remember everything I've watched this month besides Halloween Ends, Halloween Ends, Deadstream. There were, there were a couple other ones, but I don't remember them. I was going hard for the first, like, the last couple months, but I've slowed down in the past couple weeks just, you know, trying to get, like, the videos uploaded on time and all that kind of shit. Um, but for a while, I was just, like, popping shit on on Shutter like, every night. 
just like random stuff. Did you watch Summer of 84 yet? No, not yet, because that's one that I want to actually like devote full time and attention to instead of just like, all right, I'm going to put this on like kind of as I'm like winding down. You should watch that tonight. That should be on your list. That's really good. That movie's awesome. I love that movie. But is it a summer movie? I mean, it's like almost November. No, it's not about like, it's not really. It doesn't need to be summer to watch. It's not like, damn, I'm getting good summer vibes from this. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to want to go to the beach after. Yeah, it's a horror movie. I mean, kind of. It's It leans into thriller a lot, but it's good. It's really good. I'd wa- I watched it for October last year or the year before. I don't even know. Last time I watched 30 movies in 30 days, but that was one of them. I have a question for you because this because I was looking for this the other day is rewind or die is it down or like did you take it down or does it not exist anymore I couldn't fucking find it it's still up I had a hard time finding it uh the other day it's because it's rewind or die VHS I think that's the I think because I think I was just doing rewind or die dot blogspot.com if it's rewind or die VHS then Rewind or die vhs.blogspot.com. It's yeah, it I found it. My... Yeah, I got it. Rewinder. Yep, it exists. Yeah, because it's also other... on my Twitter, on my Twitter profile. Oh, okay. Because I was literally like the other day, I was like doing like one of my episodes and I was trying to like reference something that like you said. And I was like, oh, I think he reviewed this on his blog and then i couldn't find the blog and then i was like fuck like i don't know what happened but now i have it so the web design on this is the absolute most dog shit thing i've ever seen in my life oh my god now you're heavily critical of it because you know what you're doing now sort of well this isn't like blogspot is just google blogs right so it's kind of designed to just it's already designed for you but i mean you customize it and whatever so it's not like i was in here doing the html in css for this um i you know i don't even know if i could make it look much better if i did but i'm just kind of looking at it right now and it looks very dated it looks like a website that i from like 1997 <laughs> yeah it looks like a website i would have made in like 2003 on like geo cities or something check it out rewinder die vhs blogspot.com fucking yeah this this podcast is sponsored by rewinder die uh reviews i haven't posted a review on there since 2017 which actually is a long time ago (laughs) yes that was five years ago yeah it just takes too much to because i would do it for october every day of the month in october 31 days of horror watch a movie and then you know write something type, about it type Be able a to whole have ass fucking review on it like i would do like three or four paragraphs on every movie and i'm not the strongest writer and, and i don't know it, it it would take a solid like four hours out of every single day and that may not sound like a lot but when you're working eight hours on most days and then like on your weekends you're just i don't know it it really started to 
resemble burning the candle at both ends because you know somebody wants to hang out with you you know you're like oh come out with me tonight or whatever oh i can't because i have to watch this two-hour movie and then type a review about it it's hard because like the way you were doing it is you were doing it legit because you would watch the movie that day review it that day like it's not like when like i make my stuff it's not like oh i have like this much time in advance to like get it ready so it's good to go on that day like you were doing it like in real time. Yeah. I don't know if people actually understood that. I don't think some people did because I would go to my friend's house or whatever and I would have to force them to watch a movie with me. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they would be like, Okay, well, let's just watch tomorrow's right now. And I'd be like, No, I can't do that. I have to watch it tomorrow jared's own personal code of conduct yeah it got really hard like sometimes i wouldn't get the review like i would really try hard to get the reviews up before midnight on that certain day because i would feel like a clown when it would be like 12 30 a.m the next day like the dates would be all jacked up and it happened a couple times you can't back post it i'm sure (laughs) i you know it happened a couple times and I tried really hard for that not to happen, but it it's harder than it seems. I don't know. Maybe if I didn't have a job, it would be extremely easy. If I could make a living off of Rwanda, oh, yeah. I mean, if like, it was if it was your job, that would be a different story. But burnout sure. would still probably occur. Yeah, I, I, I always it does with everything. I always felt burnt out. After watch after watching all the horror movies, I would be like, there were a couple of years where I straight up avoided horror movies until October of the next year. Part because I'd be like, oh, this one seems good. I need to save it for October so I actually have something good to watch. Right. And then also part because it's like I just watched nothing 30, but 31 horror movies. in a row. I'd watched nothing but horror movies for an entire month. I don't want to watch horror movies for a long time now. That shit would happen to me. And I mean, some people might call me a poser. I know there's always that meme when October rolls around like, oh, did did Jarvis bring out the the spooky stuff? Watch not. not, No, it wouldn't be about me. Like, it's an actual meme. I know the memes you're talking about. Like the Game of Thrones, like beat like uh, where it's like beware the people that pretend to like horror movies for one month are approaching or whatever yes, like I, shit like that yes i'm aware of the memes <laughs> you know so that's not me but it would become me because i would dedicate a whole month out of the year to just watching horror movies and then i would desperately want to watch something else when it was all when it was all said and done yeah i get it Every once in a while, you need a good laugh or something, not just a like a horror comedy, like a straight up fucking like Step Brothers or something. Every, I don't every know. now and then, I want to watch. Can't hardly wait. Like, it's not. Yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, Days to Confused or Everybody Wants Some. Have you watched Everybody Wants Some? No. God, that movie's fucking good. You need to watch that. Or. I mean, you like super bad. It's not like super bad, but do you like Days to Confused? <laughs> you, you like super bad. It's nothing like that. But yes, I like Days of Confused. I'm not like 
on the same hype level that you are but yes it is a fine film well the fine film this is one of the greatest <laughs> films ever committed to the screen but um it's pretty much exactly like dazed and confused except it takes place in the 80s and the characters are in college as opposed to high school yeah but other than that it's pretty much that vibe and it's really good so you should watch it tonight as part of your horror movie uh, yeah it's part of the horror marathon yeah squeeze that in there so you don't get burnt out on horror movies tonight. I, I, I think i'll be all right uh is there anything that you were like damn i wanted to watch this for october and you didn't or have you pretty much checked all your boxes i've barely been watching anything i like it's Mazer Laser is the one that's been watching movies. I'll come home from work and she's got like something on. We watched the first Scooby Doo movie, the, like live, the, action the one. live action one. Yeah, we watched that the other day because I feel like when I'm not home, she wants to watch like kind of like a spooky vibe movie. But, but not, not a scary actual, movie. Not a scary movie. So it's like a lot of like goosebumps and like kids horror movie, you know, bewitched, not bewitched, freaking hocus, hocus pocus. pocus and stuff like hocus that. Hocus pocus and stuff like that. She doesn't want to get too scared when I'm not home or whatever. So I got home, but she still put on Scooby Doo. I gotta tell you, I was very unhappy with the treatment of Scrappy Doo in the first Scooby Doo movie. I had no idea they made him the main villain of the movie. You didn't know that? No, and it kind of pissed me off because I like Scrappy-Doo. There was always the comment, and I mean, we weren't, like, older when these shows, I mean, we weren't, we weren't alive when Scrappy-Doo was introduced, but this movie came out around the same time when we were, like, children, so, like... I guess in the adult community for decades, it was the Scrappy Doo was this annoying piece of shit. So it was kind of like an in joke, like with the like adult fans that Scrappy Doo was like the villain. But yeah, for us, it didn't really make too much sense because we were kids the entire duration of this. I've always looked at it like Scrappy Doo was the only one that was a pussy bitch. Like scooby and shaggy would order oh god and fucking run away from the monster and you know everybody but runs scrappy's from the like scrappy do would always be like, let me at him let me at him he would always try to fight the monster and i was like you know what that's hard he's <laughs> he's brave like he's cool you know what i mean and it was funny and maybe he would always get them in more trouble but i never thought he was an asshole i was just like dude he's the only one with enough balls to freaking step up to the monster and try and fight him he hasn't been fixed yet he still has so, balls. yeah he was never neutered so scrappy dude was always like let's go Maisie thought he was annoying too but i'm just like he's just not a punk bitch that's all like and maybe he could not take the monster because i mean he's he's tiny but at least he tried Scooby-Doo never tried to square up on the monster. Never once. I I think he did a couple times, but I know what you mean. When did he square up on the monster? I mean, I don't have the Scooby-Doo Wikipedia article. Listen, if it's me. in if it's in one of these live action movies, then I'm calling bullshit. They're breaking character on everybody. 
You know, it might have been in some of the in the animated movies, so those are probably not canon. It's probably like Dragon Ball. <laughs> the Scooby Doo canon. Yeah. Which uh, timeline are we talking about? I know that um when putting together the playlist for the party, um, and never played, but Maisie was like, Oh, like we gotta have the what's new Scooby Doo song on there. And then she put one on, but it was like a cover of it. Well, it was done by Simple Plan. Like, I, I know, know, that's what I mean. I was like, why are we not listening to the Simple Plan version? She's like, huh? I was like, Simple Plan did this <laughs> she song. She was like, what do you mean? Not not this band. And then she was like, huh? And then she put on the Simple Plan version. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the right version. I was like, I know, because they did that song. All right, it might have just been a cover. Like, it might not have been, like, actually in an iteration of what's new Scooby-Doo. Like, because I, I mean, like simple. No, plan it was simple. a cover. It was a cover of of the simple plan. Oh, I thought you were like impl- I thought you were implying that there was like another version of what's new Scooby Doo that no, was using this no. other song. No, it was just a straight up cover. And I was like, Got why it. are we? I was like, why do you have a cover on the playlist? You should have the original. And she didn't realize because the cover was pretty I, identical, but like close enough, but it wasn't. It the was. Same it was close. Maybe like drunk people at the party probably would have never noticed, but. There were a couple of little hints of like metalcore, a couple extra chugs in there at certain points. That <laughs> so, I was it was like, a, so it was a like a 2013 cover. <laughs> yeah, it was goddamn like uh, Attack Attack covering it. It wasn't Attack Attack, but it was I, something like that. Some crabcore band. True. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. It's fine. Movies. Oh, okay. So you watch these. So you watch the Scooby Doo movie. Didn't like it. Actually, I should I should rate that. I don't even think I rated it on Letterbox. I, I don't think to... you did because I would have pointed it out to you if you would have rated it. I would have been like, I can't believe Jared watched the Scooby Doo movie. I don't you, have... you had you had never seen it. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I don't think I ever finished it. Oh really? Yeah. I when that came out, I was already past my Scooby Doo phase. There was a period in my life as a child where I really liked Scooby Doo. Like it was my favorite cartoon for a second. Yeah. Even I, though I didn't like horror movies, I liked the fact that there were horror elements in Scooby Doo. And I liked the fact that there was a mystery throughout. You can kind of try and guess who the who the perp is and everything. I'm sure it's super I'm sure it's super obvious now, but like back then like yeah it was like a genuine mystery trying to figure out who who it was behind the mask i don't know if it was always obvious i feel like it always kind of came out of the blue and then they would just start citing clues that you wouldn't even really notice or like at the time in the context of seeing the clue where where uh velma would be like oh this is a clue or whatever in the context of the episode the clue meant absolutely nothing to you because there was no context around it but then they just later, explain, they just explain it at the end <laughs> until later when she would unmask the guy and then she would be like oh the shoe that we found earlier was a size 12 which matches his shoe size and he used it to do such and such or whatever and you're like okay well there was when was you, that addressed? <laughs> you retroactively added context to the clue that you found. You know, yeah. at least that's how I remember it. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe the clues made it extremely obvious. Like it's, Blue's Clues. It's been a long time since I've actually watched an episode of Scooby-Doo, so I'm not sure. 
But yeah, the spooky shows were always the best. I mean, I, I was big on like Courage the Cowardly Dog and stuff like that. I mean, I know that was a little past your time. I'm sure you watched it a little bit. The but- first season of it was well within my time. Like the first, um, the first time they did what a cartoon. Yeah, Courage the Cowardly Dog special. The you know kind of like the pilot, the, chick- the chicken from outer space. Yeah, I saw that like when it aired. And then, you know, I watched the first season when that came out because even still, Courage the Cowardly Dog was still like kind of a second generation cartoon cartoon. It wasn't in the initial lineup, if I recall correctly. It no, was like, it, it wasn't with the Dexter's Lab and Powerpuff Girls and stuff like that. That was the, this was like the second wave. It was a little yeah. bit later. It came with like Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, because the first wave was Johnny Bravo uh powerpuff girls dexter's lab um cow and chicken cow and, and chicken was god i was underrated i mean i'm sure it sucks now but it was underrated at the i time. didn't like it at the time because i thought it was too raunchy honestly yeah i don't know i mean that was just my preference at the time i'm talking really... about child jared maybe if i watched it now i would like it more and then nostalgia would come back to- i watched it don't get me wrong i watched cow and chicken but at the time, it was not my favorite. I Am Weasel was, like, my favorite thing at the time. Like, I thought that was the funniest shit ever when they would do those segments in Cow and Chicken. I loved Powerpuff Girls. when I, when I think Powerpuff Girls was my favorite when it was all, like, coming out. But as I've gone on, I've decided, like, I've kind of leaned more towards Dexter's Lab. To me, Dexter's Lab is just god tier. So good. Yeah, I haven't watched any like the original episodes in a really long time, but those two were definitely stand. I mean, those they were made by like the same kind of like team. So those two were definitely like big. I had a period where Johnny Bravo was my favorite too. Like somewhere in the middle, Johnny Bravo was my favorite, and I still think Johnny Bravo is great, if not slightly problematic. Now, oh, for sure, but. I, I always liked I always liked it, but it was never my favorite one. Like there was never a period where Johnny Bravo was my favorite. I think there was a period where it was my favorite. Yeah, but I always kind of was like, I was always kind of like, why do all these women hate Johnny Bravo? Like he didn't seem like a ugly dude or anything to me. Like he had the fancy hair and the square jaw, and he was buff <laughs> and everything. I mean, he skipped leg day for sure, but. He, I don't know. He was jacked. I thought he would get at least one girl, but he, like, he repulsed the women. They did not like him. Nah, he, he had no game whatsoever, except for when he dated that deer. But the deer was using him to get back at her boyfriend. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't the, wasn't there an episode where like a female gorilla fell in love with him too? Yeah, that was like one of the first episodes. I don't remember the outcome of that, but I know he doesn't end up with the deer. <laughs> I don't remember the outcome with the gorilla. Well, I think he's trying he's trying to get with the zookeeper, right? But the gorilla wants him. But the gorilla him. wants him. Yeah. Uh the best episode of Johnny Bravo is the Twilight Zone episode with the clown on the airplane. I disagree. There's two episodes I think are better than that one, and one of okay. which we've already talked about. The Scooby Doo episode of Johnny oh, Bravo. Okay, okay. That is God tier. That's so good. And for some the reason, crossover, and that's amazing. For some reason, I always also like the episode. I don't even know if you remember this episode because I don't know if it's an obscure one or not, but it always stuck out to me. 
the one that's basically like green eggs and ham where like she's trying to get Johnny Bravo to buy Girl Scout cookies mm. and like the whole episode's in rhyme. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I don't remember specifics from a lot of these episodes, but I remember I there's remember a line that. in that one and he was say she's like, Would you buy the cookies from a fox? And Johnny Bravo says, Well, if the fox was Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> but since that's not the case get those cookies out of my face or something like that that's great yeah yeah johnny bravo is great um what's your favorite episode of powerpuff girls um i liked the like the beatles parody at the time i forget what it was called the, oh the beats alls and it was just all about the villains like i thought mm. that was just like a cool thing to focus on something other than the powerpuff girls um I don't know. I there's so many episodes of it ever. Actually, if I had to pick a favorite, this is another one. I don't know if it's obscure or not, but again, it follows the villains. Like it's just Mojo Jojo trying to go to the store in the morning to buy eggs because he needs two eggs for his breakfast and he only has one left. But he's just he's not doing anything evil. He's just trying to go to the grocery store, buy eggs, and go home. But mm. every step of the way, the Powerpuff Girls are like kicking his ass. <laughs> and he's like literally he's like i'm not doing anything evil <laughs> like i don't know it's just funny it's pretty stereotypical you like the rowdy rough boys for i sure. love the rowdy rough boys <laughs> man when i was a kid that episode and it was like an epic episode it wasn't broken up into parts like it was the full yeah, episode the, full, the, rowdy the, rough the boys. full half hour yeah and then they explode at the end because the powerpuff girls gave them kisses or something and like, yeah. they died of cooties or some shit i can't even remember yeah that was i as a kid i was like this is the hypest episode but if i i'm sure that if i rewatched now i would probably have a different opinion i probably would end up liking the one where mojo jojo tries to go to the store or so that would probably end up being my favorite episode um all right favorite episode of dexter's lab I remember really liking the film when I was a kid. Did you ever watch the film? Is like Ego I Trip? probably I probably did, and I think I own it on VHS, but I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember specific episodes that I, I really saw the Powerpuff Girls film in theaters, by the way, and I don't remember anything about that movie. Either. I didn't see it in theaters, but it was definitely when it came out on VHS. We definitely got it like when it came out, but we didn't see it in theaters. But Dexter's Lab, I don't remember too many of the specific episodes. Like, I remember the, like, the different segments. Like, they had, like, Dial M for Monkey and the Justice Friends mm. and stuff like that. But I don't remember too many specific episodes. Oh, the Kusala Goopa Goop. Whenever he was on screen, that, that was good shit. Do you remember that? It was, like, Dee Dee's imaginary friend. Hmm. They, like, go to space and shit. Uh, I... I... I would probably know it if I saw it. I, I recall Dee Dee having an imaginary friend. I really like the episode where Dexter falls asleep while listening to like his French tape or whatever to study for the test. I vaguely starts, remember this. <laughs> it starts skipping and all it says is omelette du vermage. And that's all he like the next day. All he can even say is Amelie du Vermage. Like he can't even speak English anymore. Is that when like, like the girls are in the playground, like macking on him? And he's like, he's like, Amelie du Vermage. Like all the girls start <laughs> liking him. And he's like whispering like Amelie du Vermage in their ear. Like, and I think, what does that even mean? It's like something to do with like an omelet. 
have no idea, but it's <laughs> French and it sounds romantic, I guess. He's like, Omelette du fromage. Like, <laughs> great. Oh, uh, I don't remember what episode it is or what even the what even the context of it is but there's one episode where throughout the episode it kind of uh records dexter his like um process of getting ready in the morning his uh routine okay and so like at the beginning of the episode he's like getting in the shower and like you see his ass and he's like shaking his ass he's like all happy and then like as the episode progresses like he gets all upset yeah it gets to like the point where he's just like sitting in the shower and you see his ass but he's just standing there with like his head down like that shit's great i like the episode where dexter makes the new wonder dog or whatever i don't don't recall that one maybe it's not wonder dog but um blue falcons like sidekick dog oh okay yeah yeah robo dog or whatever i can't even remember but he's like stupid as fuck so dexter makes like a new one an advanced one he says that he's like upgrading him but instead he just like throws the old one out because he thinks it's useless and then he makes like the jacked up like crazy one and it becomes like too violent i think i don't even know that one, so there's that one episode of Dexter's Lab where I can't remember if it's a fake beard or like he invents something that makes him grow a beard. He gets like the beard oil. He invents yeah. like beard oil or whatever, and he gets and he fights crime with um with the one jacked up dude. Yeah, it's like the black superhero that has like a beard, and he like punches people with his beard, I think, or some shit like that. Yeah, it's like beard power or whatever. That's a good episode. The the first Mandark episode is great. Um, every time they say his, he says his name, the lightning strikes and like right. the horse like gallops and shit. Oh man, Dexter's Lab is good. Did any of these have like good like Halloween specials? I'm sure they did, but I don't remember any of them. I'm sure they did, but I can't recall either. I'm sure. I think there's actually like a DVD you can get because like I've seen it on Amazon a couple times. Of like it's like a compilation of like some of like the spookier episodes of some of these shows, but like I don't know if that means it's like Halloween centric or if it's just like kind of spooky. But I'm sure that they did have like holiday specials and stuff because they yeah. had they had Christmas. But like, there's the Christmas episode of Dexter that I think I remember where he's on the naughty list and stuff. So. I'm sure there's a Halloween special that I'm just not remembering, and maybe it's not the best episode. Or whatever, but it would be topical if I could remember it. Every episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog is a Halloween episode, pretty much. Well, I mean, yeah, you could argue every episode. <laughs> There's not too many lighthearted ones. But I don't know. It's a Nickelodeon show, but like, have, did you ever watch Hey Arnold? Like, I yeah, felt like, yeah, of li- course. Literally, of course. like, every other episode of that show is spooky as fuck. Like, you would watch, because like, there were two segments within the half hour. The first one would be normal, and then the second one is just, like, terrifying for some reason. I don't remember that. But... Literally, literally, like, even, like, look but it up. I did up. watch Hey Arnold. Like, there's the one with the fucking pigeon man. There's the ghost, like, train operator. There's, like, the one with the headless mm. horseman. Like, there's, like, tons. I vaguely some... recall the headless horseman one. For, like, some odd reason, like, every other episode of Hey Arnold 
felt like a Halloween special. Was Are You Afraid of the Dark before your time? No, I mean, I watched it. Like, I didn't watch it religiously. I was all, as a kid, I was always just not interested in TV shows that weren't animated. Like, I just thought, mm. I don't know. Like, I've always would just watch cartoons. So, like, the Are You Afraid of the Darks and, like, Keenan and Kells and stuff like that. Like, I watched it, but it was never something that, like, I was, like, super into. Were you more of an, I, I feel like you were more of a Nickelodeon guy. Were you, do you, would you consider yourself more Nickelodeon or more Cartoon Network? No, I mean, I'm like, I'm pretty much half and half. Like, there was never a point where I was like on a certain team. I would watch both. And I think that was like the best way to live because I would watch Nickelodeon during most of the week, but the weekends was 100% Cartoon Network, like all three days. Like, Cartoon Cartoon Fridays is like one of my favorite things ever growing up. So. Cartoon Cartoon Fridays goes crazy. That shit's so good. I recreated an episode. Did I tell you about that? No. So, like, my wife is was a little after her time, so she never watched it. So I literally went, bootlegged a bunch of episodes of these shows with commercials and spliced it together to recreate what a Cartoon Cartoon Friday would be. Um, and we haven't watched it yet, but because we're, <laughs> we're, we're, well, because we're waiting for a Friday to watch it. I refuse to watch it mm. any other time than a Friday. True. So... True. It's on our, like, we have, like, a little, like, list of, like, date night ideas. So that's on the list for a Friday night, so. What, in your opinion, is the creepiest episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog? The basic answer would be the one with the pharaoh. That's, it It definitely had an effect on me as a but child. But the one that I thought was the scariest, that freaked me out the most, was the one where basically the Quentin Tarantino zombie comes over and then they resurrect another zombie in the basement. That was the one that was the scariest to me. I, you know, something, and it's going to sound weird, but as a child, I actually was very freaked out by the pilot episode when Houston started turning into a chicken. <laughs> yeah, It like freaked me out, man. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he had like the weird eyes and shit. I was kind of freaked me out as a kid I'm not yeah. gonna lie oh a strange uh phenomena that freaked me out as a kid was when dragon ball z android saga started coming out on vhs and if you recall correctly when the androids were first introduced like before you even really saw them they were kind of portrayed to be like kind of creepy um yeah they're no. like unassuming they don't look like any other villain we've seen in the series so far they're two teenagers that look and relatively normal there was one shot in one of the commercials for the android saga where like android 17 and 18 had like these i mean it's dragon ball z so everybody has massive eyes but they had like huge bug eyes just because of the way they were drawn and it creeped me the fuck out for some reason and i would be like scared to take a shower <laughs> because that's where they're gonna get you <laughs> yeah i was like what if goku can't beat them like, <laughs> the heart disease oh my god <laughs> listen man i was like nine okay <laughs> i'm sorry uh, you were older than nine when the Android saga was hitting Toonami. Shut the fuck up, okay? 
I didn't say it when it hit Toonami. I said when it was coming out on VHS, but I was still probably older than nine. You're correct. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, because I guess, cause I guess I it first did. discovered Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, because I was I guess it did hit VHS before it was on TV. It would always hit VHS before it was on TV. They would drop like the first like five volumes of that season, I guess, even though Dragon Ball Z isn't really a seasonal anime. No. But in America, it was. And so, yeah, they would drop like the first five tapes of it, and then they would start airing it on Toonami. I still remember when those first um, tapes from the second half of the Namek saga dropped. I could not believe it because there was <laughs> there was no there was no like indication that that was going to happen on Toonami. Like they never said anything about new episodes coming. So I would just be watching the first fifty or so episodes of Dragon Ball Z over and over and over and over again because that's all they would had and that's all they would rerun in the ocean dub and so one day at my babysitter's house like one of the other kids that was getting babysat was like hey this is new like busted out the tape new episodes of dragon ball z and all the voices were different yeah, because it was, it was the different dub, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what the what the fuck? And watched it, and then, like, the next tape came out, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, like, it was insane hype. And not even just that, but then I also remember when the first tapes for the Android Saga started to come out because I remember buying the first Future Trunks, like, tape at sam's club for some reason we were at sam's club and in a bin there were the two goddamn future trunks tapes and i was like and i knew who trunks was based only on seeing pictures of him on the internet and i was like oh my god like he almost had like a seizure in the store what's this doing here what the hell like feeling like i was just discovering like treasure these days are gone now like i don't know but it, it just felt like something that I wasn't supposed to be able to find was suddenly like there. Like I just discovered the rarest thing ever. It would never happen today. Cause like you could easily say like, Oh, I wish I had experienced Dragon Ball for the first time again, but it'd be different. Cause you're an adult. It'd be, I want to experience watching Dragon Ball again as a kid. See it for the first time. Mm. This is literally the most hype shit ever. Cause like right now, I mean, we're jaded fucking 30 something. It's like, we're going to watch Dragon Ball. We're going to be like, okay, this is good. Like you know what I mean? Do you think that we would still like it? I don't know. I think so. I mean, because it, it does still hold up. I don't think it would be. We might not hold it as high regard as we do because we do yeah. have the nostalgia for it. But I mean, if you go back and you watch Z, like it holds up. Like it's not. Yeah, like... I feel it because like I've watched all of Fist of the North Star, and that's older than Dragon Ball. Yeah, and I like it. I like it a lot. But I don't know. I I don't know. I know for a fact it didn't have the same impact on my life, and I don't hold it as high in regard as Dragon Ball Z. Because Dragon Ball Z was like at the perfect time in my life to just like influence me in like at the time Dragon Ball Z came out in America, 
there was nothing like it. And so like the first time you saw people shooting that shit out of their hands and setting themselves on fire basically and screaming when they would charge up. And I was just like, this is insane. Straight beating the fucking piss out of each other in the show. Like if you watched American cartoons, you do you realize that the um the nineties Spider-Man animated series no punches connect in that show. I never watched it as a kid, so I don't know. They weren't allowed to have Spider-Man punch people in that show. That's so, like, like that's all this offense is like web slinging and kicks. That's very bizarre. It's just weird, you know. Like, so when I saw Dragon Ball Z for the first time, I feel like there were no cartoons where it was just straight. All right, let's fucking throw hands then. Well, I mean, like, at the time, like, before I got into Dragon Ball, I really watched, like, a lot of, like, Looney Tunes and shit. So, like, the violence I was, like, kind of used to. It was, like, the energy blasts that were different. But in terms of punching and kicking, I was, Looney like, Looney okay. Tunes is different, though, because the violence is played up for comedy. But I was or... still used to seeing... Well, yeah, I was used like... to seeing violence, but it was never... It was never, like, serious violence in a cartoon. You know what I mean? It was always just the Tom and Jerry were never pulled up on each other. And yes, they beat the fuck out of each other. More Jerry beating the piss out of Tom. But I guess they, like, never, what? they never pulled up on each other and were like, all right, motherfucker, like you just killed my son. And so now I'm pissed and we're going to throw hands. Like, I, guess, I guess like my point is, is I was more blown away by the key blasts and stuff. Cause that was something I hadn't seen before, I guess. So I was just like, Whoa, like what is going on? I mean, I, I agree. I'd never seen anything like that either. Um, but it did kind of exist. I mean, like Star Wars, there's Force Lightning and stuff like that. Well, like I haven't there were seen similar that before I saw Dragon Ball. Oh, really? Like Dragon Ball was like my first time like seeing stuff. Like, like I didn't see Star Wars till like a little later on in life. I mean, I had been playing Street Fighter and Mega Man before I saw Dragon Ball. So people shooting like balls of energy out of their hands I was guess... not like new, I guess. But seeing it in a cartoon, I guess, was new to me. I guess, like, the equivalent to that, the only thing I would have really had, like, in the gaming aspect, because I wasn't playing, like, most of the action, because, like, I mean, I was younger than you, like, Mario's Fireballs would be, like, the closest equivalent, mm. but that's not a Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a Hadouken is basically a Kamehameha. Yeah. A Kamehameha came first. Right. Oddly enough, you would think that it was the other way around, but... Kamehameha came out in like in manga and like what like 84 some dumb shit like that 84 85 ish yeah so it's yeah I'd never seen anything I mean the first time I ever saw Dragon Ball and I've accounted this on the show before was just searching through the channels and then like stop on Cartoon Network because you know you have to to see what's on Cartoon Network when you're fucking eight or whatever but and then it was just Vegeta powering up before he charged at Raccoon. Right. <laughs> and so the, I'm just like seeing this guy screaming and just like the energy like around him, the craters in the ground, the rocks are coming up. He's just fucking, ah! you know, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then he charges at Raccoon and just starts 
you know, he gets some good shots on him at the beginning, but then, you know, Raccoon, like, you know, oh, is, is that all you got or whatever? But Vegeta's like double axe handle and kicking him over there. And then he starts doing like the barrage of energy blasts on him. And I'm like, I'm going to have a seizure. This is the hype of shit I've ever like, seen. In my like, life. like at the time, I've like, never seen there was someone in like a cartoon. It. I've never seen someone in a cartoon just beat the fucking piss out of someone like that. Like it was never like that. Like at the time there was nothing like it at all. Like it was totally like a new experience. Like nowadays, like kids can are probably fucking watching Marvel movies as soon as they're out the womb. So like, there's not like going to be that shock when you do finally discover Dragon Ball and you're watching it for the first time. Like it's not going to have the same kind of impact because now it's the popular thing to hate on Dragon Ball and stuff like that. So I feel like even still like kids in Japan had seen stuff like that before, but Dragon Ball still is like considered one of the most influential anime in Japan like ever. But I mean, like stuff that happened in Dragon Ball happened in Fist of the North Star, like and there were definitely anime before even both of those where it was like, all right, it's time to throw hands like that. Maybe not to like that that power you know what i mean but there are energy blasts and fists of the north star and kind of they're not <laughs> the focus but you know and fist of the north star definitely fist of the north star might even be the one that pioneered like the lightning speed punches the dragon ball z has you know when they start just right yeah and they're doing that like i think fist of the north star might have been the first one to really do that when kenshiro <laughs> Like it's, he's got like six thousand fists, you know, coming out from everywhere. And that was like what a couple years before Dragon Ball, right? I don't know when the manga for Fist of the North Star, but started. the anime was first too, right? Or am I wrong I th- about that? I think so. They're both animated by Toei. I know that. Let's look it up. Because I have a feeling Fist of the North Star maybe started because. Dragon Ball had to start at like 86 or 87 on television. So I would think that Fist of the North Star started like 84. Oh, wow. Or is it earlier than that? Okay, Fist of the North Star start manga started in 1983. Okay, I'm getting my ears. Like 1988, the anime. Anime first aired on 1984, October 11th. I don't know how the fuck I guessed that year correctly it just felt right 84 but i thought the manga was at least earlier than 83 all right dragon ball i want to say it's i want to say it's 84 for the manga and then the anime probably started 86 yeah so 84 for the manga and then the anime started in 86 you're correct for dragon ball i'm on fire bro with the so, anime lore. so Fist of the North Star is like just barely before. It's like a year before but Dragon Ball. It was way before Dragon Ball was doing that fighting you were talking about. That's true. When Dragon Ball first started, it didn't have that type of combat in it. So there's probably like a solid year run of Dragon Ball before they get to the first Budokai Tenkaichi where they started really doing kind of the fist of the north star type of shit in there and then it really wasn't until 
Goku grows up when you really start to see it a lot. Because, like, he does it with... He doesn't even really do it with Demon King Piccolo that much. Like, that style of What, like, fight. fast hand throwing? He yeah, throws, from he what throws I, from hands what I fast against Tien and, like, in does Jackie he? Chun. I'm pretty sure they start going crazy. Okay. I don't know. The fight with Tien is really good. Underrated fight. And... Uh, you know, obviously, another underrated fight is actually Goku f- versus Krillin in that same tournament. Yeah, they a have a one. they yeah. have a really good fight, and um, and the first Goku versus Jackie Chun fight is really good too. That's actually probably the first fight in Dragon Ball, though, where it's kind of like that fight's like four or five episodes, and you're kind of like, okay, let's get this going. <laughs> let's let's go. Um. So I know that when Goku was fighting Tien, um, Mazer Laser was kind of like, all right, is, when's this going to end? Like, I'm like, oh, wait till you get to Frieza. They're like, don't even start with me. It's like just three and a half hours of straight fighting, like not including whatever happens in the rest of the episode with Krillin and Gohan. Like, it's literally three and a half hours of them punching pretty yeah. much. Like... <laughs> So, yeah, you're right. So, Fist of the North Star, I didn't even consider that, that, like, at the beginning of Dragon Ball... It's they don't very, fight like that, yeah. It's not really, like, that much of a... I mean, it's a martial arts anime, Goku versus Yamcha, and stuff like that, but it's really not like that at all. And it's more of, like, a mystical adventure as opposed to, like, a fighting show. It's not a battle shonen yet at that point that it would evolve into. Yeah. Agreed. Do you think Demon King Piccolo is the scariest Dragon Ball villain? Uh, are we we're including everything? Or are you talking Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball period. Dragon just, Ball franchise. Scariest villain. Oh my god. Based a on tough. a pure on a purely just because we're in the Halloween episode and we've kind of wandered off from from spooky stuff. Based purely on appearance. Oh, on appearance. Okay. Not not factoring in, you know, like their abilities or powers or their power level. I guess you can factor in like their special abilities. Like if you think the fact that Majin Buu can turn you into candy is kind of scary, you can consider that. I mean, Piccolo can create more monsters. Like you can consider that. Um, Frieza doesn't really have anything, uh, I don't think, aside from transformations, I guess. Who do you think is the creepiest Dragon Ball villain? It's tough to say. Like, are we taught, like, so are we talking about looks or we're putting in key ability, like basic abilities? You can put in like their abilities that are unique to them. And we're talking the scariest then. But I'm not talking about now. like, okay, obviously Kid Boo is stronger than Demon King Piccolo. Right. Fucking, like, but I'm not talking about... It's not about, who's going to win in a fight. Not it's talking scary. about power level. Just like that character, kind of like his unique abilities, like, you know, Majin Boo can absorb you. Like literally turn into a glob and just consume you and then, you know, whatever. That's kind of creepy. Like, if you thought about that in real life, that's kind of spooky. But, you know, 
Demon King Piccolo out here puking fucking eggs out that like turn into monsters. Like that's kind of creepy too. As a kid, I was always terrified of Cell. That was the scariest. I didn't even think about him for some reason. Which form? When I was a kid, it was the whole process. I mean, I, as far as like creepy looking, the fucking first form cell is the cre- most creepy looking, like the insect one. Yeah. And then he gets more handsome as it goes along. But I mean, the second one's still pretty ugly. Yeah, too. he's sexy as fuck, his perfect cell. But just like the whole, that whole thing was just like creepy as shit to me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? It's also extra creepy with him, too, because it has the whole like horror movie scene where he's like, absorbing the people and they just the like town, disintegrate yeah. and just turn into clothes yeah. yeah that's kind of scary and that's a situation like i'm saying where like his unique ability where he drains your life force attributes to his creepiness yeah because and seeing that's probably... that shit in real time was just because like because i had popped into dragon ball like as frieza was kind of winding down like, it wasn't from the beginning of the saga. So, like, Cell was the first one I watched beginning to end as it was coming out. And I was just like, bruh. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I don't know if I can argue with that. I'm going to have to go with Devilman. The scariest villain in Dragon Ball. No, I don't know. It's probably first form Cell because of that scene entirely now perfect cell and second form cell i never thought of as creepy at all but first form cell because the way he's introduced like first before you even see him you see like the cocoon that like he came out of like it's like this very ominous build up to him actually appearing yeah so i think that's the the logical choice all right well are we gonna do a cocktober thing i mean it's it's halloween but uh you know you got movies to watch i got some homework to do so we should probably wrap this one up should probably wrap this one up so i don't think we did one last week either so i don't know if it really matters we did we did oh, yeah, the we, we version did the of michael myers or... no we did the sexiest boo bucket last week it was literally the title oh, of the, literally the title mm, of the episode boo bucket let's see here we can do a quick one what's something we can what's something halloween related sexiest i don't know (laughs) okay um sexiest alien the 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 one from signs oh my (laughs) god that is not the sexiest alien the sexiest alien is the xenomorph (laughs) is the predator it's like either goku or vegeta Oh my God. <laughs> the the sexiest evil alien vegeta from a, ho- from a horror movie frieza oh from a horror movie okay um hmm. spock he's not evil um uh, you know what fine fuck it xenomorph final answer going in so what we got the alien from signs versus the xenomorph (laughs) the way he just struts into that that alleyway is just so seductive (laughs) is the xenomorph even a guy 
Oh no, you can't. No, that's a girl. You gotta you gotta go with Predator. Well, there's the queen, but is the original? I don't think it's specified. Hmm. All right, yeah, I'll go Predator. All right, so the Predator versus Signs. So let us know um, which one is the sexiest. Of course, if you guys haven't already, make sure you're subscribing to the show wherever you're listening to the show. Thank you all for listening and watching all of the episodes that have come out this October. Um, We've got more stuff coming. Uh, Brain damage isn't going to end in October this year. I mean, we might take a little bit. I don't know. We're going to see what's going on with Miles and all that kind of stuff. But the episodes will be happening on a semi-regular basis. Hopefully. Hopefully. Depends on Jared's homework and scheduling conflicts. But we'll have at least a couple. I can probably make it work. If if we're on Zoom, most of the time I can make it work. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this... I'm definitely going to be over at your studio at some point before the year is over. Come over pretty much every other weekend, so yeah, we can make something work there too. Yeah, because we got we got to at least do our two nerds Thanksgiving Turkey Day Turkey special or whatever the fuck you call it, legendary moment in history. (laughs) You remember all these stupid fucking things that I say? Just like I forget them as soon as I say them. Yeah, guys, happy Halloween. Thank you for listening. I hope you watch some spooky movies today. And uh, catch your ass in November. And this is Buddy the Bruiser. I'm signing off. We'll see you next time.